Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. It's good to have you here at Maximize Your Influence. Kurt Mortensen here as we get into podcast 385 on how do you develop more rapport, that social secretization, get other people to like you. They pretend to like you. They laugh at your jokes, but are you really that funny? In fact, you know that annoying person that no one likes? You know that person you work with that rubs you the wrong way? You know that person that thinks they're funny, but they're not? That could be you. That is you. You are the annoying person. Own up. You are. Come on. I'm the annoying person. Some people you connect with, some people you meet, you just, you repel them. You don't get how they think. You don't understand why they do what they do. And we live in a culture where you have to get canceled for things like that. But to be a great influencer, a great leader, you got to get along with other personalities, other cultures, other departments, other ways of thinking. This is a good thing that we think differently. But if you only get along with the people that are like you, you're not going to get very far in the world of influence. You'll have your little realm, the 20% of the people that you can influence. You want to be able to influence 100% of the people. And that's what we'll be talking about today on this podcast. So I hope you're having a good week achieving your goals, persuading with power. I've had a little bit slower week, been working on a new book, recorded some videos, sang some songs. Well, maybe I didn't sing some songs, but slowed it down a little bit. Summertime is coming. Things are here. Things are going well. We have listener email. We've got a blunder. And of course, the geeky scholarly article. Let's get into the persuasion blunder, or maybe I'll call it a blinja, which is a combination blunder or ninja. Go. Don't, don't, don't. Because this can go both ways. I think a couple podcasts ago, I said I went to the island of Kauai. That's in Hawaii. And of course, the welcoming team wasn't very good with COVID and other things going on. But something was interesting is that what the government's saying, what the locals are saying, were two very different things. So we'll call this a blinja. You know, hey, it's not my fault. These are the rules. You need to do that. And I don't know what they really, truly believed. I didn't ask. Is they found a common enemy, somebody else. In this particular incident, it was the government, the local jurisdiction. It was their fault. It was their rules. They have to. Please follow them. They're going to shut me down. And they created this common enemy, almost a bully. And if you notice in any Hollywood film, there's always that bully, the enemy, the person that nobody likes. In fact, a side note on that, most of them are not very good looking because they're easier to hate. We want people in films, someone to hate, the bully, the enemy, someone to blame, someone to get mad at. We want the victim to become the victor. I mean, that's what a great movie does. And this is true in real life. You can find a common enemy. And this is a great way to deal with people that are angry. You're kind of deflecting the anger to someone else. That's the common enemy. And it can work very well, and it can backfire on you. So that's why it's called a blinja. It's part blunder, part ninja. Let's talk about both of those. Now, the blunder part is when the common enemy is someone within your company or in your team or next door that's a little too close. You don't want the common enemy to be the CEO, your manager, those type of things. Because that can destroy an organization, that can destroy a team. 
So when the common enemy is someone you need to work with, a lot of times that can backfire on you because now it's going to create some inner turmoil, some inner conflict, and could put rifts that destroy the team. Now the ninja part, what they did in Hawaii, there was the local government. It's not our fault. They're the enemy. Now when it's somebody that's external outside the economy, the government, the other company, fill in the blank, it can really diffuse anger. It can bring people together and you don't have to take the blame. Because remember, when people are angry, they're looking at someone to blame. And if you want to deflect that to somebody else that's not close, that's not internal, it can work very, very well. So I'm going to call that a blinja. You decide if that's a blunder ninja, because this one can go either way real fast. Because on the flip side, on the blunder side, there are times you need to take ownership. Yeah, it's me. It's my fault. I made a mistake. And people appreciate that. When I was researching laws of charisma, People appreciate a leader that could say, yeah, I blew that. That was a bad decision. Because if you're always blaming somebody else, always pointing the finger, it's never your fault. And it's obviously, uh, hello, take some ownership here. It's your fault. That could also backfire on you. All right. That is our Blinja of the day. Let's dive into our geeky scholarly article. This comes from the Journal of Media Psychology at Ohio State University and Professor Cho about people are persuaded by social media messages, not by view numbers. Because we've talked a lot about social validation in the past, four out of five dentists, those type of things. Those would be view numbers. If 100 people say it's correct, if 5,000 people say it's great on Amazon, there's some power to that. But this is interesting where they're talking about People are persuaded more by social media messages, not the view numbers. Let's get into it. So what that means is they're persuaded more by the actual message in the post than by the number of the people who viewed the post or commented on the post or liked the post. The researchers found that when people watch YouTube videos either for or against e-cigarette use, the level of persuasion was not directly affected by whether the video said it was viewed by more than a million people versus 20 people. The most important piece was that the viewer's perception of the message was it truthful and believable. So the message was the most important thing. So the researchers went through the different messages on smoking and vaping, pro-smoking, pro-vaping, anti, you get the drill, and did some public service announcements from some anti-smoking nonprofit organizations. And they played with these numbers. Did 10 people view it? 100, 100,000, a million people? And they rated how persuaded the people were with these videos about these cigarettes, these e-cigarettes. The results show that participants were more persuaded when they rated them as more truthful and believable. And so it was the message, not the views. And Dr. Cho said people focus more on the self-related factors, how they felt about the video, than the number of people that watch the video. So let me put my two cents in. What is this telling us? The message is the most important. I still feel it's important to have that social validation. So the message being first, you believe in the message. The message rings true. It feels right. You're talking to the person. You're persuading them how they want to be persuaded. They believe you. That's the most important thing. Then you add, if you can, I mean, the message is number one, the social validation, the 1 million views, the 2 million views, the 10 million views. That adds almost a logical factor to it. So the emotion is how it feels, the message, it feels right. Then once that feeling fades and four out of five dentists recommend or 20 million people like this video or the social media post, that adds a secondary element to it. Both important, but you have to put them in order. Message first, 
validation second. Because it doesn't matter who validates it if you don't believe the message. If you're watching an infomercial and you don't believe it's going to work for you, this happens all the time with weight loss ads. You've tried 10 before, it didn't work. But everyone there saying, oh, it worked, it worked, it worked. If you don't believe that product's going to work for you, all the people say it's going to work, it's going to work, it's going to work. It's not going to have the same impact than if you believe it's going to work for you, that you believe the message. All right, there it is. Got it. That is our geeky scholarly article of the week, which brings us to a listener email. Oh, boy. This is from Noah in Switzerland. He says, Kurt, thanks for your 101 sales hacks. I've been learning a new tool every day. It's been making a big difference. And I'll just say, hey, thanks, Noah. And I'll put a link to that for everyone else there. It's a beta version. It's a new training I've been testing out just a couple minutes a day, learning a new tool, the science of background and how to apply it. He says, it seems like people skills are not as important as they used to be. So you notice I handpicked this one. I want to talk about people skills today. He says, is that true? What is the new trend? What is going on, especially after COVID? Well, no, that is a great question. Things are different. Developing relationships over Zoom is very difficult. It's becoming easier. People get more used to it. Now, if you've had a relationship already, maintaining it over Zoom is not that difficult. But getting that new relationship, some people need that face-to-face. It's getting a little tougher. Now, notice that some products and services don't require the long-term relationship or the commitment. But there's always going to be a relationship factor there. Even talking to CEOs, why did you go with them? Well, I like them better. There's the relationship element. Now, if you're just buying a double cheeseburger, it might not matter with your relationship. But if you're buying a car or million-dollar equipment for your company, it's probably going to matter a little bit more that there's trust and the relationship. Now, a big factor here, too, before we get into relationships is understanding that a big change that's been happening, and it was accelerated with COVID, is what I call A to Z. Meaning, in the past... When you persuaded somebody, you had to go A to Z. This is our company. This is what we do. This is what we believe in. And here's our product. And here are the features. And here are the benefits. And here's our warranty. You don't do that anymore. People are researching. They're doing different things on the internet. They're finding out as much information as they can. You might need to start at the letter M. You start about your company. They probably already know about your company, what you do, and what people have said about your product. They might be starting at M or P or Q or some other letter you got to find out where they're starting, develop your worth, and then develop that relationship. It used to be chit-chat, let's develop the relationship. But a lot of people now go to school right into the product, let's find out for sure that you could help me, then we can develop the relationship. And you need to gauge that as an influencer, which direction you're going to go. Am I going to prove my worth or going to build a relationship? And you can follow their lead. And if you want to know more about that, go to the archives at MaximizeYourInfluence.com, podcast 288 where I talked about what do you do first, credibility or connected, how to read that person. Of course, Maximize Your Influence is the home to take your free Persuasion IQ assessment. You can do that for free and get a little bonus. Also, you get the free edition of Maximize Your Influence for a little shipping and handling. And of course, check out InfluenceUniversity.com for the more advanced tools and techniques. So let's get into that content and I'll kind of segue with a Persuasion IQ question. So here it is. Tell me what you think. When clients and customers tell us what they love about their personal persuader, their salesperson, which one did not, did not make the list? A, dependable, B, sincere, C, product knowledge, D, kept promises, E, friendly. 
Which one was at the bottom of the list? Now, these are all important, but the bottom of the list, A, dependable, B, sincere, C, product knowledge, D, kept promises, E, friendly, interesting, the bottom of the list, still important, but the bottom of the list is product knowledge. You need to know your stuff, be a product of the product, but dependable, sincere, friendly, kept promises is important. So the people skills are still there. It's still happening. They still want the relationship. They still want to know that they can trust you. So let me give you some tools and techniques here and understand when you talk about rapport, there's long-term rapport, long-term relationship. And then of course, there's the people you meet for the first time, some people you love and some people you're like, eh, I feel like taking a shower. They kind of rub me the wrong way. What's going on here? Let me just say the cement dries fast. You can change your first impression. You can, but it takes a lot of effort and bandwidth to do that. And you might not have another chance to do that. Just remember the cement does dry fast. So do you really connect with people? Part of that for you as an influencer is not holding preconceived judgments, basically not prejudging them. Oh, they won't be interested. They won't care. They won't give me the time of day. But when it's clear that you're there to serve and assist them, that you're being respectful, body language we need to take a look at, your tone of voice, these are all things where people pick up those subconscious triggers where they like or don't like you. You connect or you do not connect. Because you've had both experiences. You met a perfect stranger, you hit it off, you told me your life story, you're like, wow, what just happened? Like I mentioned earlier, you meet somebody, oh, it's time for a shower. I'm running, I don't like this person. It is not working for me. So let's talk about a few things on the opposite side. I want you to listen to this list here. And these are things that disconnect you with people. I have great people skills, everyone likes me. I don't need to work on this. Well, there's other issues we need to work on there. Just own up. Choose one of these that maybe you need to work on. These are complaints as I interview people after you've tried to persuade or sell them. Anxious to move on to the next topic. Making assumptions. Interrupts. A predetermined one-time solution. No attempts to show support. Not in tune with my needs. Personal emotions getting involved. Talks too much. Judgmental knowledgeable in an arrogant way. Those are disconnects there that we all probably need to choose one or two of those that we need to work on because this happens fast. How do you build that rapport? Let me give you some of the fundamentals here. Just like sports, we have to go back to the fundamentals. And these are all ones we could work on. You can, oh, I'm good there. I doubt it. These are all ones we can all improve on. Now, one, you go, oh yeah, whatever. Duh, I heard that one before is listening. But hey, I'm telling you, when you can learn to listen with your ears, your eyes, and your heart, it opens the doors to influence and likability. Get someone to talk about themselves. They feel understood. They know you understand the message. You're there to care. I get stuck at it to my wife. Where I'm, like, I'm listening. She's like, no, I need your eyes. So we can all do better. Or fubbing. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G is the new word where your cell phone buzzes, you look down, or your email dings on your laptop, you look there. Just a second. But that disconnect hurts the relationship. They're the most important person right now. Treat them that way. And we're just not good at it because our training, we're not concentrating, we're prejudging, we're jumping to conclusions. I think the big ones, our brains just aren't ready for that because we have an idea, a thought. We want to jump in. We want to tell them. And we do. And we hurt the relationship. So again, treat them like the most important person. I like to, and I've mentioned this before, I have a notepad where when you have a thought, you write it down, bring it up later and your brain doesn't get stuck in that idea, that thought you want to vomit or bring up. And I always keep the conversation going with questions. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. We all need to work on this. You want more information, go to the archives at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. The second one here is recognizing their personality types. 
Now there's other personalities. Some people say 32. Some people say more. I mean, there's four basic ones. Basically, my message here is persuade people how they want to be persuaded. Connect with people how they want to be connected with. There are a lot of studies and different things. I was looking at the one the other day. You call somebody Red, a director, an owl, a driver, a director, a judger. I don't want to get into those different styles. It's something you can research on your own. We'll, we'll do another podcast on it. Bottom line is connect with them how they want to be connected to. Maybe they do want to talk about their weekend or their cats. Maybe they want to get right to business. Maybe they want to fill in the blank, adapt to them. Don't write or wrong here, but we adapt to their personality and their style. And we add to their culture and even department. Departments think and act differently. That's okay as long as we can adapt to it. Another one that people don't think about is humor. Humor connects you with people. It creates a positive environment. It increases participation and you become more memorable. It gives you confidence as a presenter. When someone laughs at your jokes and we got to back up or they're going to laugh with you or feel sorry for you. But the neuroscience is clear on the brain. When we make a person feel good about themselves, the dendrite connections between the neurons and the brain physically change. They form these new neural patterns and they like us more. They cooperate with us more and it changes their mood. Hey, you can borrow humor with a YouTube video or a comic or if somebody else telling a joke or you could tell a dad joke or a mom joke or whatever it is, there's something powerful about it. It changes mood and we know that when you're in a good mood, people are easier to persuade. That's just the bottom line. And final one, you know this one, just go to the mall and start making friends, people skills. These are ones we can also all work on. Remember when someone's name we know that triggers a pleasure center in their brain. They like you more. That's a function of caring and listening versus brain power. Smiley increases sales 20% in retail. Just like your mom taught you, showing respect, having manners, good eye contact when you're listening. Things you already know, but that you can improve on. You're so concerned and your bandwidth is on your presentation and your message and doing what you need to do. You're not taking the time to read the person, to use your people skills, because it does make a huge difference. So a big overview today, mention some things that you can work on. So pick the one that you're doing that's repelling people and let's fix that. Then choose one of the people skills or things that we talked about today you can work on. Because we go through different phases and you just pick one thing a week that you can improve, that you can change, that you can adjust. You're adding tools to your toolbox because most persuaders and most influencers just don't have enough tools. That's just how it is. Get more tools. But hey, thanks for being here. Everything you need to know about training and products and services at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. My contact information's there too at Kurt, K-U-R-T at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and iHeart under Maximize Your Influence. Tell your family, friends, your enemies, hit like, hit subscribe. Appreciate all your contact, your emails, your love and support. Thanks for being here. But again, take one of these things, master it, Use it this week and go out, and you know the drill, go out and persuade with power.